Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. We want to do a quick shout out to Roanoke, Virginia. Hey, Roanoke. Yes, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Another place to visit. Yes, I would definitely like to go. I think I flew out of there one time. Mm. Well, I went to see Gabriel, maybe, possibly. I don't know. But it is a nice city. It's in the... And near the Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, nice. Yes. All right. You can check us out at Grace in the Shadows ORG. You can text or call 251 244 4645. Or you can email Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows ORG. Check out our Etsy store, shadowsgrace.etsy.com. You can also support our show, become a supporter. There's a link in the show notes mm-hmm. and finally think about joining having covenant eyes be your porn blocker on all of your devices mm-hmm. there's a link in the show notes and if you use the promo code grace1998 you will get one month free nice yeah Ooh. okay what you got for us there's a company that turns dead bodies into an ocean reef there's a uh, for those okay. who romanticize a burial let's see the company eternal reefs offers an innovative solution. It mixes cremated remains of a person with cron- concrete and to create a pearl under which a loved one can etch personal messages, handprints, environmental-friendly um, mementos. Yeah. The pearl is then encased in a reef ball, dropped into the sea, <laughs> where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life. I'm sitting here with my mouth open looking at you. That's pretty interesting. Because that is interesting. That is crazy. That's well, not crazy. Well, it's I mean, now, there might be some people that think that's a wonderful it thing to do. Oh, but um, bump. Okay. Well, is that what you want me to do to you? No. Okay. <laughs> there Neither. is an annual coffee break <gasps> festival. An annual who? Coffee break festival. Where is this now? For millions of people, the coffee break is a key, but often underappreciated part of each day. To stop and give yes. the break its proper due, a town of Stoughton, Wisconsin, okay. Stoughton, Wisconsin, hosts an annual coffee break festival. <gasps> Gatherings includes coffee tastings, brew-offs, We've got to bean go. spitting contest, and wow, it looks pretty, pretty cool. All right, we got to go. When is this? Stoughton Coffee Break Festival. <gasps> you see it? I am looking. I am looking. Bean spitting. Saturday, August 19th, 2023. Mm-hmm. It started in the 1800s. Oh, my goodness. You can register. <gasps> we got to go. Let's do it. That's All right. Place to visit. Another place to visit. Now we coffee. Mm. All right. They have a coffee brew off, cup of joe, all wheat show, arts and crafts, pork roast, mm. beer garden. Mm. I can do without that. Not a beer person. No. Oh. That sounds pretty cool. My, You can purchase a $6 tasting mug to sample coffee. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we got to go. All right. You I like can, these facts. I know. Yeah. You can buy a flying bicycle. Oh, my. Sounds like something out of sci-fi. It does. But British inventors, John Foden uh-huh. and Yannick Reed have come up with a bicycle that actually flies. That sounds like fun. The motor turns the fa- fan, 
okay. with enough runway, it can reach up to 25 miles per hour in the air. Wow. 4,000 feet in the altitude. That sounds cool. Yeah. All right, I'm going back to this coffee break festival. Okay, yeah. If we go to it, we could do like a live podcast. <laughs> Maybe we could fly there on a bicycle. Oh, there you go. Okay. 25 miles per hour. We can get there very fast. Oh, my goodness. It doesn't take much to excite me. But when you said coffee, but I if we die on the way, we could be buried at sea. Uh, like cool, as a, cool, as a yeah. reef. <laughs> okay. Well, dolphins sleep with one eye open. Now that's pretty cool. Yeah, dolphins. I like are, dolphins. Yeah, nice animals. That sounds more like a, a chimp. Okay. I don't know if that's a, a yeah. Well, we got to to pet dolphins and we got swim, to swim with them. With yeah, that was fun. They were they were our friends. They are. Yes. And then pictures that cost a gazillion dollars. Oh, they say yes. But they're so pretty because they won't let you bring your camera so you can't take your own pictures. Oh, they say it's because of it's a environmental. <laughs> but it's we still, really about money. But we still got really cool pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Okay. The Dolphin Whisperer. <sighs> Whisper in the dolphins ear. Yes, I keep sabotaging your facts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. Maybe we could swim there through a dolphin. <laughs> okay. On the way, as we get our coffee. As we get our coffee. I don't know. We're, we're, I think we've had too much to drink. Too much coffee today. <laughs> People are going to cut them off. That coffee. We don't drink coffee. <laughs> Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. The eighth commandment. Okay. You shall not steal. Mm-hmm. Now, we're almost finished with the Ten Commandments, and we can go back on characters. And this is this is Commandment 8. Commandment okay. 8. Oh, okay. Now, if you're doing the King James, thou shall not steal. Thou shall not steal. That's how I learned all of them, thou. Now, God puts this commandment in there because mm-hmm. this command is another is important foundation of society. Right. And it establishes a right to personal property. True. So God has clearly given us or entrusted us with certain, you know, possessions um, as stewards Mm -hmm. to have as property uh, given from him. We taught our kids early not to steal. Remember Mary Grace stole (laughs) Yes. Okay. I got to tell this story. All right. For some reason, my kids, our kids were usually very good. Mm Mm-hmm. Except for when we went to a drugstore. Uh-oh. I don't understand. Why. I, I never understood it. What, like, you know, go CVS or something like that. They always went crazy. Well, I'll tell this part and then I'll go back to the stealing part. One time, there was one when we lived in Beaufort and they would mm. go into it and they would run to the toy aisle and they would get the whoopee cushions. Yes. And they would sit on them in the middle of the aisle. Oh, that's fun. And it was so embarrassing. So embarrassing, but they were always bad. I don't know what it was, but anyway, one time, time, Mary Grace was probably about three or four, Mm -hmm. probably about three. And because Gabriel was still, you know, not quite, not quite two. And we had gone to the, gone to the, to the drugstore and I picked up something and then we were going back. And all of a sudden, I smelled gum. Mm. And we didn't give our kids gum at that age because 
I don't know why. Well, because they would get it all over everything. (laughs) Get it in their hair and the toys and stuff like that. So I smell gum and I'm thinking, okay, I have no gum. Why do I smell gum? And I turned around and Mary Grace is sitting there chomping down on gum from this package that she has in her hand. And I'm like, where did you get that? And she had stolen it from the store. And I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like... Okay, well, she can't be doing this. She can't take things. So we went back to the store and I talked to the lady and I said, will you please put the fear of God in my child so she doesn't do this again? (laughs) And uh, they did. They told her that, you know, she the police were going to come talk to her. She didn't promise to ever do that again. Probably people are going to hear this and think I was an awful mother for scaring her. You know how many other mothers happened to probably uh, nine out of ten. Well, and she never did it again, to my knowledge. It's a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Good. Good. Okay. Good is good story. Good, good story. story? We, you know, when we steal, we're basically stealing from God because we're not trusting God for what we have. And we're also taking from other people that God has given to be stewards over something, mm-hmm. whether it's financial resources or other things. Right. And I think we can even rob God in other ways. We can rob God through lack of obedience or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, trying, trying to uh, do things in our own power. And time. And time. Yeah. Yeah. Still in time. You know, we're not even our own. Absolutely not. You know, First mm-hmm. Corinthians, it says, chapter six, for we are bought with a price and we're not our own. Right. Yeah. So, so not steal. We, stealing is bad. Stealing is bad. Do you know any examples from the Bible about stealing? Yeah. The, they stole, what was his name? Stole like stuff from the temple. Aiken? Yeah, I think that was him. And like the ground swallowed him and his family up. I think that was Aiken. I think they, they ended up stoning him. I think you're thinking on another thing, too. But, oh, uh, I think I've got some stories mixed up. But yeah, yeah. but they, they were stoned or? Aiken took some spoils from war from a right. Jericho. Yes. And basically was hiding it and mm-hmm. something God was saying, you know, you can't win this because there's right. someone, we're all suffering. Yeah. Someone stole something. Right. Yes. They and find out it's Aiken and Aiken's punished, his family's punished, and they're right. stoned to death. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a story. So. Joshua 7. Yes, definitely. Um, another time somebody lied. Remember Gehazi? Gehazi. Gehazi was a servant to the prophet Elisha. Yes. You know that story? I remember um, Naaman had leprosy. Naaman, go dunk your head. Yeah, Naaman, go and... You you want to tell him? Yeah, well, Naaman had called Elisha, right? Because he had found out from a servant girl that was an Israelite that Elisha could help him because he had leprosy and that Elisha could help heal him. And so he and his servant went and Naaman was highly offended because instead of like laying his hands on him or doing, you know, something special, he told him to go wash himself seven times, seven times in in the the Jordan river. And the Jordan river was quite nasty, kind of like, 
It was it was just nasty. And he was highly offended, but finally he ended up doing it. And he had asked Elisha if there, you know, once he was healed, God healed him of leprosy from from being obedient and washing in the Jordan. And so um, he asked what he could give to Elisha, like riches and things like that. And Elisha said nothing. So they set off back for home and the servant somehow said, hold on, I'll be right back. And he went and yeah, and told um, Naaman, oh, Elisha changed his mind and we do need riches. And so Naaman gave him the riches and Gehazi didn't. He lied and stole. Yeah, he lied and stole and didn't let, you know, didn't tell Elisha what he had done. Of course, Elisha knew. And Elisha ended up cursing him with the leprosy. He had leprosy. Mm-hmm. Naaman had, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, not a good pay. thing. No, definitely because not. Because you're questioning God's sovereignty, right? And you're not trusting God, and you're 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 doing things outside of right of God's sovereignty. Peter lied when he denied Jesus the three times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, you know, after Jesus was raised from the dead, Jesus had a conversation with Peter about that, you know, and he had to, Peter was very, very embarrassed and didn't even really want to, to talk to him. But, you know, God forgave him. So God does forgive. Yes. But um, Judas Iscariot. Yeah. Because lying and stealing, I feel, are kind of a lot alike, you know, because you're stealing the truth. Mm -hmm. Plagiarism. Yeah. That's that's a big thing in academia. It is a big thing. It is a big thing. And we, the internet makes it so easy. Mm hmm. They have these lovely little websites you can go and buy papers and buy answers. And then they have other things that, you know, you can, uh, you know, you can just pop things into your paper. And if you don't cite them, you're stealing. And that's stealing. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get kicked out of college. Potential. Yeah. We can steal for potential. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if we are just giving half effort. Yeah. And we're not really invested in this in in serving God and mm-hmm. and being the best we can be, then we're stealing. And I think we're stealing also with our talents. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes along with what you said when we're not using them for God. Yeah. Misusing time. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. I think that all goes hand in hand. George Mueller said this, God measures what we give by what we keep. Yes. Take that. That's good. We can even go to the ninth commandment if you want. Yeah, we have time. So let's jump in. Thou shall not bear false witness. Thou shall not lie. Yeah. That goes along with what I was talking about with Peter. (laughs) You know what the difference between character and reputation is? Hmm. No, I don't. Character is one thing. Reputation is another. Character is what you really are. Reputation is what people say you are. Oh. Which one do you think we want to be? Well, we want people to think good of us, so we want to have a good character, so we have, so people do yeah, talk. Yeah, but we want, we want what we really are. We want what God right. sees. Well, absolutely, yes. So character is more important than reputation. Agreed. Although reputation's important. Right, but character's more important. We don't want to throw it out. Well, character's who you are, and you want a good character. Yes. Yes. I mean, Daniel. In the Old oh, Testament, yes. had great character. He did have great character. He stood for God, even when it 
people tried to destroy his reputation. Right. Even when he was thrown in the lion's den, he yeah. still, even when he knew he was going to be thrown in the lion's den, he stood for God. There's many examples of that, but I think the ultimate example is Jesus himself. Yes. Character is more important than reputation, although reputation is good indeed. Right. Proverbs 22.1 says, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Mm-hmm. And so I think lying is is one of the six deadly sins. Agreed. You know, in Proverbs 12.22, it says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Yes. And, you know, when we lie, when we lie, we're basically... Um, stealing. True. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over again, the Bible presents the outcome of lying as, as destroying other people, mm-hmm. as um, going against God. Right, right. In Psalm 52, 2, it says that lies are like a sharp razor that cut. Well, think about Joseph and how Joseph's brothers lied about him you know, being dead Mm -hmm. to the father, you know, that cut him like a knife. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, and and think about it. If you've ever been lied to or, Mm -hmm. you you know, you've had your reputation attacked. Oh, yes. It's like a knife. It's like a razor. It is. It's awful. It's awful when when people lie or put words in your mouth that you never said. It's... It's not a good thing. James 3, 8 says lies are like an unruly evil, a mm-hmm. deadly poison. Yes. It's like a poisonous snake that slips through the grass mm-hmm. unnoticed and strikes you with a deadly poison. Kind of gives like you snakes. imagery, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mr. Snake, you like to watch snakes and talk well, about snakes. I like snakes. watching them on YouTube. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. But who else? What other snake is a liar? Satan. Yeah. Absolutely. The Bible says he's a father of lies. He'll come to lie to us. He lied to Eve. I mean, he's lied lied to Jesus. Um, He lied to Judas Iscariot to get him to, you know, betray Christ. Um, He's definitely the father of lies. Psychologists will say that sometimes people use defense mechanisms. Mm Mm-hmm. With lying. Right. And I think there's some truth. I think that we can learn to intellectualize and even use sin to mm-hmm. cover up our own insecurities. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but but sin is still sin. Definitely. And so uh, types of lying. Slander. Mm. What's slander? When you make up stories about somebody to make them look mad. Yeah. What would be an example? Um. It's kind of like murdering someone's reputation. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's kind of self-explanatory, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Backbiters, uh, people that um, silently or secretly whispering little stories. Right. Behind your back. Trying to destroy who you are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lie by insinuating. Oh. Oh, this is, yeah. Oh. You know, we do this in the church. Some people do this. Yeah. Did you see who came to church today? <laughs> or who did you did you see who hasn't come to church? Yeah. Maybe they're doing this. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Right. And you're kind of getting people to gossip or yeah. talk or tailbear. Mm-hmm. What's tailbearing? That's kind of a... When you're telling stories about somebody. Yeah. Without really, really knowing it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think we do that. That's a type of lying. It is. Yeah. Like, you know, in the South, you're not telling a lie. You're telling a story because you're trying to make it sound like it's not as bad as it really is. That's right. Yeah. Colossians 3, 9 says, do not lie to one another mm-hmm. since you've put off the old man with his deeds. Mm. You know, lying. The greatest example of lying, hurting someone is Jesus. True. The whole thing, the the trial of Jesus yes. was illegal and based on lies. Right. The evidence was based on lies. True. And uh, the crucifixion was based on a lie. Absolutely. Um, a lie that changed the world and saved us, but yet it still was a It lie. was allowed. It yeah. was God's way of allowing sinful man to do his bidding mm-hmm. to save the world. Absolutely. Through the, through the death of his innocent son. Yes. Some examples of people lying in the Bible. How about Adam and Eve and Satan? Yes. In the Garden of Eden. Yes. Very beginning. Yes. They lied to God about eating the fruit. Right. And that turned into blame and turned into awful things happening. Separation from God, death, dysfunction in the family, Mm -hmm. a man's loss of of meaning and purpose. Right. Abraham lying about Pharaoh, Pharaoh about his his wife, Sarah, being his sister. Oh, twice. Twice. Did it two times. Yeah. Jacob Mm -hmm. lied to Esau, still received a blessing. He did. But we're still seeing the fight today. Right. Uh, Joseph's brothers, David. Mm-hmm. We can go on and on. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So that was nine. We might as well just finish it. Well, let's go ahead. So yeah, then we can thou shalt not our, covet. Our covet, yes. And covet, all of these last three commands are very similar. They are. They They really are. So, you know, coveting is when you want something exactly like somebody else has. It's not just limited to money. No. I mean, it can be power. It can be fame. It can, it can be, be attributes. Yeah. It can be, you know, spouse. It could be right. health. Children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thou shalt not covet mm-hmm. your neighbor's automobile, <laughs> Ferrari. Yeah. We don't have any neighbors with Ferrari. <laughs> Trust me, we don't. <laughs> we don't. No. Uh, dishwasher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee maker. Uh, somebody's kitchen. You know, I, I have coveted a kitchen one time. Shame on me. I mean, basically, this is saying that we're not content with what God's given us. Right. That's right. And sometimes we're not. And that is not a good thing, not a good place to be. And we need to be thankful for what God has given us. Yeah. Can we covet like spiritual gifts? I, mean, I think so. You know, that person's a leader. I want to be a leader. Or, you know, they're telling us that person sings like an angel. I wish I could do that. You know, I I think coveting, I think, has many aspects. Mm -hmm. I really feel like it has many aspects that, that, you know, that it can be things. It can be attributes. It can be talents. It can be happiness. It can be joy, success, victory, peace. Yeah. 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 So coveting can, can go across so many different realms and it's not good, any of it. And in a sense, coveting is is kind of a mixture of lying and uh, stealing. stealing. Yeah. Yeah. True. And, and you know, people that started out coveting have ended up murdering and things like that. You know, so 
looking at all the Ten Commandments, you know, if you break one, you're most likely to break another one. And, you know, a lot of times they can go hand in hand. So literally the word covet Mm -hmm. means to, in the Hebrew, to pant after. Oh. It means to really desire. Yeah. To thirst after something. That's a strong word. Yeah. I'm thirsty after that automobile or the that person's ability to sing. Right. You know, I'm 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 panting over that person's success. And we do that. We do. We do. And and we you know if it's if it's anything other like uh anger or maybe it's uh, impure thoughts, it's mm-hmm. no big deal. I mean, if that's bad, but we don't really consider covetedness really a, a major sin. But it is. But isn't it as we're talking? Yeah, as we're talking about it, I'm realizing how serious it is. It's kind of rooted in all of them. I agree. I agree. Yes. Um, It says your neighbor's house, wife, Mm -hmm. ox, or donkey. Right. I don't think I would covet a donkey. Do you? I don't know. There's little miniature ones like the baby cows, baby donkeys. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, I don't think I would covet a donkey. And I think jealousy goes into that. Oh, yeah, because, well, first of all, you're jealous first and then it turns into covetousness because you want it. You want what that person has. Yeah. You know, this last commandment of mm-hmm. coveting mm-hmm. kind of is connected to the first commandment against idolatry. Agreed. Yeah. Ephesians 5, 5 says, for this, you know, that no covetous man, idolater, has inheritance the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. So covetedness is not something that's just benign. No. Yeah. And we can't, you know, because I I, just like you kind of alluded to, we kind of just left this one off. But talking about it today, I think hopefully everybody will realize how serious it can be and we have to guard our hearts against it. So, you know, looking at this, what we learn is, number one, a commitment to Christ who alone can give a new heart and change a cold covetous nature. Right. Doesn't and secondly, contentment in Christ mm-hmm. to find out the riches in Christ will help us not covet. True. Yeah. Very good. Well, the Ten Commandments, we finished them out. We have so now we'll go back to our character studies. And I'm excited about that. Well, who will be our next character? Do you know? Joshua. Oh, Joshua. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. 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 Okay. 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 But uh, this was a good one. This was a good one. Yes. Because we don't talk about the Ten Commandments much. No, and I'm glad that we did. I'm glad that we talked about them and um, because they can definitely help show us how. To God can take a mess, turn to a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.